fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome in to the latest episode of the Fade to You podcast. Today is Wednesday, Thursday. How about Thursday, <laughs> April 27th? And we're 30 minutes away from the start of the NFL draft. Wanted to record a little or wanted to hang out before the draft started and talk some NFL. We haven't talked NFL since the Super Bowl, so it's nice to have football back front and center for a day, for a couple days, really, if you're a Fresno State fan and you're Waiting to see where Jake Hayner goes. So anyway, the Fade You podcast is a sports betting show for the everyday better. Whether you're a total degenerate betting NFL draft props like crazy, firing everything you can think of, or you just want a little action, we're glad you're here hanging out with us and checking out our show. Whether you're new, whether you've been here a while, we appreciate your support and hanging out with us. So guys, let's get into it. Quick roll call here. Matt here. Chris Duke here. Kmart here. Maybe going to be joined by a very special guest, uh, very close to the Fade You podcast. We'll see if he makes it. Let's talk football, NFL. Um, why don't we start with, I know the draft is happening, but we had some big quarterback news this week and today. Lamar Jackson finally signs the extension. Uh, congrats to Ariel Epstein, friend of the show, and Ravens fans everywhere for, uh, for locking in Lamar, so you love to see it. Let's get a quick uh, hot take on Rodgers to the Jets. Chris, you're always the big uh, fade the narrative guy, right? So what is the narrative around the Jets this season? Do you think it's they have found their missing piece and Rodgers is going to complete the Jets and take them somewhere that they haven't been in a very long time? Or do you think people are out on Rodgers and are going to say, ah, he's old, end of career, not going to help that much? What do you think the big narrative is on the Jets going into next season? Well, all the Jets fans obviously had the saw Taylor Mathis interview a couple ago. Oh, we're gonna get a couple more Lombardis. We're gonna have to move over the the, the Lombardi, you know. But uh, yeah, you haven't got one since Namath, right? But uh, no, I think uh, I know there's mixed reaction on like follow the money. You got Polly says, look how good they play with. I mean, if they can be that good with Zach Wilson and Mike White, how could they not be even much better with that defense and? You know, hopefully the running back, uh, his ACL gets gets all healthy, and they do have pieces. So. And then, but uh, you know, Mitch Moss kind of is on taking my angle, and he's like, I don't, I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. So, I kind of tend to, like you said, fade it. I think the t- the win total will probably be inflated. Uh, there's probably value, uh, and so I'm, I'm going to be looking at that. It'll be interesting to see what it comes out as. We're thinking, what do we project it, Matt? Right around ten and a half ish, maybe, <clears throat> maybe. 11 with some juice. <clears throat> so I think back to last season when Russell Wilson went to Denver, right? And is that kind of where that win total ended up? Was it in that 10, 10 and a half range? I think 10 and a half. Okay. So maybe Chris is right. When you have the big marquee QB move, clearly there's excitement. Maybe it is that 10, 10 and a half range. Kmart, do you agree with Chris or how do you think this Rogers perception shakes out? I mean, it's probably somewhere in the middle. Like, I mean, if if I were able to find nine and a half, I'd probably take the over ten and a half. I'd probably take the under. I think ten sounds sounds about right. Um, again, what Chris said with that defense, they're going to be good, 
regardless. And if they have a quarterback who can limit mistakes and hand off to Brees Hall and obviously Garrett Wilson being a year older and some of the other wide receivers they've brought in, you know, the team team's deep. Um, but can, can they all gel? I mean, it takes time to, you know, build that relationship, the route tree timing. So, I mean, defense in a run game can win a lot of games. And yeah, I, I, I would take 10, 10 and a half, pro- probably under or just pass altogether. Uh, it, it is going to be really interesting. I mean, this is I, a few times now in the last few years, right? It worked out for Brady going to Tampa. You win the Super Bowl right away. It worked out for Stafford going to LA. You win the Super Bowl right away. Uh, Russell Wilson last year in Denver. Not so much. Still uh, still waiting to see if the Westgate will uh, refund my Super Bowl wager on the Broncos from last season. So I uh, haven't heard back from them, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we love the big QB moves and uh, it, it certainly keeps the NFL exciting. So how about the flip side? How about Green Bay? Do you, do you guys think people are going to just completely write them off? Like they're done, they're irrelevant. I mean, the NFC North had the Vikings win it last season. The Lions... Should have made the playoffs based on the way they played. Chicago signed a whole bunch of guys. Kmar, you start with the Pat. What do you think um, the narrative around the Packers will be? I don't know, man. I've seen a lot. Like, can their offense be good? You know, Jordan Love, they still have some, you know, nice pieces. Their running back core is, you know, still pretty, pretty elite. Um, But defensively, they weren't very good. I, I don't know. Like, I could see that being six and a half or something. And I mean, any, if it, I don't, I like, I'm not good at that shit, Chris. I don't know if you have something different, but I think the narrative is going to be, you know, probably not a very good team, but I could see him being competitive. It, it just all depends on Jordan love. I mean, we, there's not much on him. Uh, I, I was high on him coming out of Nevada, but the, the narrative around him for the past four years has been, he doesn't look good. There's a reason they're hanging on the Rodgers. So there, there's a big question mark on him. But, I mean, they have pieces. But I think defensively is is a bigger question mark on that team than offensively. Utah State, right? Yeah. You yeah. said Nevada. So, no, I think that, that goes with your point. People, He's so irrelevant now. People can't even remember where the fuck he went to school. Or probably that he was a first-round pick. So I think it kind of backs up your, your point, Kyle. So... Chris, before you kind of agree or disagree with Kyle, yeah, and talk talk <laughs> Packers, uh, Buff in the comments wants to know what's up with the mustache. I just uh, shaved the beard the other day, and the wife likes it, man. I don't know. I don't know why she's. I don't know why she's with me. I don't know why she likes it. But, <laughs> you know, uh, well, there's a lot of people wondering that too. But that's a that's another pod for Chris. So, Chris, what's your take on uh, Green Bay and the Packers? You think they're just forgotten now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, like we'll see. Like Kmart said, it depends on how low they open it. I mean, obviously, they've got they've got the season in their hands at home against. All you got to do is beat Detroit and you make it in. And, and Rodgers couldn't even do that. Um, you know, Vikings had a, had a great. Everyone's saying you know Vikings are going to regress. They won all those one score you know games last year. Can the Lions we think are going to be the most inflated team? Everyone's team, you know, darling to make the playoffs. So. And then the Bears are the Bears. I mean, are they, are they, you know, obviously we know they have a good quarterback, but uh, what about the other pieces? So I, I would be inclined if it's really low to go on the over. I think Love can can 
can like hold his own. Obviously, we know he's not going to be you know, MVP caliber like Rogers a couple years ago. But RIP Cooper Cup. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think well, that'll be interesting because uh, you know typically those teams like to be in that division like to beat up on each other. So historically, so we'll see. And it's crazy. I just did like a quick uh, search and just Vegas Insider. So the over under on the Jets right now is nine and a half. Not too much juice on the over minus one thirty four, but no line on the Packers. So like even they even they don't know where to place it. Wow. Well, I mean, people will say when you're oh, looking at oh no, here it is seven and a half. Okay. I was going to say we can revisit this later in the offseason as we get closer to training right. camp. But, um, I mean, that's where you can typically find an edge where the book doesn't know what to do. So maybe maybe there will be so much uncertainty around what this is going to look like that uh, that maybe there's an edge there. So, okay, we got to welcome into the Fade You pod. Uh, <laughs> actually, this guy, I think Fade You was this guy's idea years ago. <laughs> years ago so we got to welcome kevin cox to the pod kev is a, a very dear friend of all of ours uh i only had to try to email them the link like four different times trying to multitask and, and host yeah. the show but kev kev we're glad you made it thanks bub it's just an honor to be on huge fan of the show especially chris duke kind of starstruck right now being on the show with him but it's an honor and uh, thanks for having me on are you starstruck because of the mustache yeah, the, the mustache, the, the stash, the mustache really is playing well tonight. Last time I saw Cox was uh, the day after I tore the Achilles and I couldn't participate in <laughs> pickleball with the dad. Very sad. Very sad. Very unfortunate. Right. It's very tough to see. But yeah, Chris was immediate, immediately ruled out for the rest of pickleball. So <laughs> that was that was really really too bad. We'll have to run it back next time Cox is in California. Uh, Buff, it depends on what weekend they do Super Contest weekend. Uh, they Last I heard, they haven't decided, so we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, going to make it back. We'll see. Otherwise, uh, the other of us will be in Boston. Yeah, think, yeah, I know. Some, yeah, were, some of you guys are going to Boston. Uh, 19th, I think Kelly confirmed August 19th. But okay, that sounds right. It sounds like when they did it last year. So anyway, we wanted to have Cox on because uh, – so Cox and I go way back. We actually – we share a fantasy football team in one league, and then we're in a, a, a dynasty league together, also called the Gauntlet. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. uh, so NFL draft comes around, people start talking fantasy football. And the reason I want to have Cox on is because I've never met anyone in my life who loves and is more optimistic about rookies than Kevin <laughs> Cox. The guy has never met a rookie that, that isn't a future pro bowler, borderline <laughs> hall of famer. So we wanted to have Cox on and talk about a couple guys because this draft is really interesting. Um, I don't know if anybody is sold on any of these quarterbacks being like really, really good prospects. And it seems like the best players in the draft aren't even agreed on either. And then you have a running back who's supposed to be a prodigy, but no one takes running backs in round one anymore. So uh, it's a super interesting draft. And uh, Cox, did you ever, first of all, did you ever get your answer between Bryce Young, CJ Stroud? Did I get my answer? I've been I've been doing research. I've been asking asking around. Um, I'm still pretty torn on on both, but I think if I were to have to choose one, it would be Bryce Young. Um, I talked to Kmart about it a little bit. We like his accuracy. We like his intelligence. Yeah, 
and uh, that that really bodes well for the NFL. But neither of them are really. I would give an elite grade to either of them. Wouldn't give an elite grade to either of them. Um, so yeah, a bunch of good quarterbacks, but none that really really stand out to uh, the, that are just auto draft number one for me. Yeah, I mean, like they're talking about, you know, right before we join this over under four and a half quarterbacks in the first round. And, and in my opinion, it, Bryce Young is the only quarterback worth a first round pick. Like Will Levis, he, like I was watching another clip on him. He played in the SEC against state opponents. How many times did he throw over 200 yards? One. How the fuck do you think he's going to correlate in the NFL? <laughs> CJ Stroud, just not not a big fan. I don't I, like. I don't. I don't know why you would go top ten on him. I mean, look at the history and since like the past fifteen years, there's like two quarterbacks and one of them retired early that were true potential Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like, it, I just don't understand why teams keep keep busting a nut and wasting all their picks, like just like the Niners did on Lance. I mean, I was sitting there wanting Justin Fields, and yeah. I mean, honestly, so far he looks like the best one in that draft. Um, so we'll see. Well, I think what you're both kind of getting at is there are few sure thing prospects this time around, but like every single draft, there's so many teams that not only need a guy, but have been searching for a guy. Like how many different dudes did Carolina cycle through? right before they trade up to get number one. Look at the fucking Colts. How many how many old vets have they cycled through just praying to find the guy? And, and now the Raiders are looking for a guy because they let Carr go. So there's so many more teams that need one and are desperate to find one than there are actual good ones. It just it makes it really compelling. And then the wild card is who's going to do, who's going to pull a Niners? Who's going to be the surprise team that trades up, right? Is Minnesota going to trade up and get a guy? Is Tampa Bay going to trade up and get a guy? And if they swing and miss like the Niners did with Lance, how fucked are they? Because those teams you know, aren't as complete as the Niners were when they pulled that trade. Chris, what are your thoughts on QBs here? I wanted to ask Cox about uh, how he feels about his boy Lamar since he was way ahead of the, the – he knew he broke yeah. the spectrum and he's kept getting shocked at the spreads being like minus two on the road and he's like hammer that. <laughs> legit and beat the Rams like 40 to 10 or some shit you think Lamar's gonna keep it up yeah I'm, uh, I think Baltimore made it a great decision um, signing him paying him he's uh, I- I've always been pretty high on Lamar and he's just a freak like I said he broke the NFL for a few years you know and so he has that capability and uh yeah, I think he's. There's no reason he's not going to just be entering his prime right now. And uh, and now that he's now that he's got his contract, he can play more free, you know, and playing year to year like that, trying not to get hurt as a running quarterback. Now he can kind of like let it loose. I think uh, he'll play. I think he'll do really well. Hopefully, he can make it through a season. That would be good for you know that that division to have Burrow really good, to have Lamar really good. You know, once the Steelers get get set, obviously we hope that their quarterback's going to play well. And uh, then you just got another Browns. I mean, they should be decent with Mister Tugalug too. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 
Division's lit. Uh, it's a great nickname. So, all right, Cox, we talk quarterbacks, and uh, we'll see how many go. I mean, Anthony Richardson, fourth overall. Well, good luck with that. I mean, wow. Yeah. But we really want you to talk about running backs because it's pretty clear from the last few years that NFL teams are not valuing running backs going into the draft. Uh, most of the best ones in the league the last few years have been second round picks, right? Jonathan Taylor, second round pick. Uh, Derrick Henry, second round pick. Brees Hall, second round pick. Dalvin Cook, second round pick. So I don't know if Ezekiel Elliott going fourth overall, Saquon going second overall. I don't know if those days are coming back. But with Bijan Robinson, you think they should. So here's my question for you. Where should he go? And then we want to get to where will he actually go? Well, I mean, Bijan is different from even Zeke, Saquon. You know, he's just and he's and it's like people talk about, oh, we can't really draft a running back in the first round. But Bijan is like it's it's hard to just label him a running back when uh you know, it's pretty rare. I don't know if I've ever seen the best pure runner in the class also be the best pure receiver. You know, he might be up there with in terms of his ball skills, his route running with the top wide receivers in this class. And so he's he's a very unique weapon. You know, it's not just some running back. Um, so and and he's. He's really uh, on a lot of big boards in the NFL, various teams around the league. They have him number one uh, in, in this class at any position and not just number one, but the only player on, on some I'm hearing from some teams the only, that he's the only player who, who they're, who's been given an elite grade in this class. And so GMs in this league, it's a lot of them are going to, it's, they're going to be hard pressed to pass the number one player on their board. Um, you know, like smart GMs will draft for value um, and they'll trade for need rather than, than drafting for need. Um, so where he should go, I mean, if I were the Cardinals at three, I would take him. They're not going to. Um, if I were the Falcons at eight, I would take him hands down. I mean, they're just a quarterback away. If you take Bijan along with Pitts and London from having a really explosive, scary offense, the bears at nine should take them easily. They, they got so much draft capital or capital uh, for their number one pick that they can afford a, a luxury pick, but it's even hard to call Bijan a luxury pick. He's like no, with, with, you know, with his status being, being so high up there. And then the Eagles at 10, um, should take him because again, that, that, that offense is going to be very, very scary. So if I'm a GM, I'm going to pull the trigger. And also, you know, you would think people would be crazy to trade up for a running back. Of course, it sounds crazy to do that, but you're trading up for your number one player on the board. That is not a bad trade up. So I think you should go high. Um, if you really need, you know, some of these, some of these, the, the top two positions, if they need a quarterback, you know, can't blame them for taking young and Stroud, but after that, why not take it? Why not take a shot on him? Because he's, he's really a surefire bet for me. A lot of people are trying to say Gibbs, Gibbs is right up there with him, but Gibbs is not 
the complete dynamic weapon and the versatile weapon that Bijan is. So I think he should go really high. Will he? We'll have to see. But I would be surprised if these GMs, you know, pass on them when they're when they're staring at the number one player on their board. Okay, Kmart. To what extent do you agree with Cox's glowing outlook on <laughs> Bijan Robinson's career? I think uh, Cox and I are sharing a brain right now. Um, I think he's the second best player in the draft. Um, I mean, Tex. The Texans clearly need a QB, so I mean it doesn't make sense for him to fall there. But I'm I'm right on board. Like I'd I'd love to see him go to Chicago, because I would love to see Fields, Robinson, DJ Moore, and they have Darnell Mooney as well. Like I want to see the Bears make that jump like the Lions did and just Sounds compete. Like a fun offense. And yeah, like it, it would be insane. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I do believe he goes top ten. I think it would be crazy. Um. I mean, I'm I'm not big on Gibbs either. Like I, I think the second best back is probably Tajay Spears. You know, probably similar to if he can stay healthy, DeAndre Swift, just with his quickness, can catch the ball the backfield. But Robinson, I mean, it, there's not many guys that are three down backs. Like even JT's not a three down back. So I mean, you, I was making the argument when I was drinking some uh, old fashions last night, just (laughs) like first round, you have to take the best player available. It doesn't matter about your team needs. That's what rounds three through three through three through six or four. That's where you build your depth. But in the first round, you got, you got to take the most athletic, the best available guy, fuck your needs, like be smart. Cause at the end of the day, it's draft capital. Cause you can end up, I mean, the, look at what the Bears did. I mean, it, it's probably the best trade I've ever seen since the the Ricky Williams trade, just getting all those assets and, and DJ Moore. I mean, they were just so smart. And no, no deal unless we get more. They want to do it, and they're we're not going to trade it. If you want them, DJ Moore and all these picks. Like, it, it was literally the best thing I've seen probably in a decade. From a management standpoint. Well, it should be fun to see where this guy ends up. There there would be some really fun landing spots. Uh, the Eagles would really make that a uh, tough offense to defend. Uh, I think the Chargers would be a lot of fun, too, if he somehow slips past the teens. That, that would be pretty exciting. Fuck, if the Bengals just decide, you know what? We don't want to pay Joe Mixon top money and we want to be able to put that money in our QB extension. Maybe they go young at running back and do something crazy to try to get That's this. Where I think going. Spears could go. Yeah. That, so a lot of really exciting landing spots for running backs uh, in terms of good teams, maybe taking a shot on one of these guys. So we'll see. Uh, let's get out of here with this. We are getting close to five o'clock. Uh, the underlying narrative all summer is going to be, is Tom Brady really retired? Is he really done? Or is he going to pull a fast one and come back? Now, we I, I don't think anybody believes he would go back to Tampa Bay. But there's a lot of – he he's been asked multiple times, are you retired? And he just says, well, you know, it's great to have some time right now. And he never actually says, no, I'm definitely retired. Cox, you think he's coming back? 
hands down 150% Tom Brady coming back. Why would he not just shut the door if his career is really over? I mean, the fact that he's being all wishy-washy, we've seen we've seen this exact thing before. And, he, and then he comes back. Um, Miami, I think he would love to play there. That's where all the buzz, the buzz is. Um, it would just be a, a good fit for him. I think if he had the opportunity to go there, he would. You know, he's just way too competitive, and he just loves football way too goddamn much <laughs> to, to to really, you know, lay in the towel and 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 stop. I think he he wants more. Um, and yeah, for Miami, I mean, what a massive increase in brain power from Tua to Tom if they uh, if they go that route. <laughs> See what you did there. Um, what do you think, Cam Art? You think we've seen the last of Thomas? I think we have. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, I haven't seen much, but I'm, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe he can, I don't know. He's just old. Maybe he, maybe he goes and gets his wife back, you know, builds his family back. And then he's just like, all right, one last hurrah. You, you got the model, you got the do your thing. You got to sleep with some other young guys, but you know, come back to the old buck and uh, you know, let's go out the right way. So I, I don't know. It could be a, you know, fun little storyline, but yeah, I'm just going to go with it. I think he's done. And honestly, long, I kind of hope he's done. <laughs> it's a long summer, man. That those competitive juices come July. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. I really like to be throwing with the guys right now, getting ready I for know. football. So he doesn't know a whole self without no. And the, like you said, Cox, like the longest he, the longer he goes without actually saying, "I'm, a, I'm definitely not coming back." Uh, the speculation is going to continue. So everybody look forward to that for the next several months, but. Uh, it is time for the draft, so we're going to get out of here. A uh, short little show today. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Uh, we've got some hockey stuff coming up um, next week for the second round of the playoffs. Uh, we got a bunch of other stuff coming up for our sort of slow season in the summertime. We'll get back into baseball pretty soon, too, get Joe back on. Uh, Chris's mustache left early. We think the uh, tech overlords didn't like the, the tug reference, so... Sorry about that. Uh, But yeah, subscribe to the pod. um, Subscribe to the YouTube. Give this one a like. And we appreciate that. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. And we will see you soon. This is Fade.